Jacob's survival to working from home, yes. right? Yeah. First of all, everybody off the top, uh, you got to get up and get dressed, right? Like you're going to the office. That's the problem I think that a lot of people have is they get it and they're just like, oh, you know, I don't have to go to the office. I don't have to dress up. But it helps you get in the mindset of working, right? Mm-hmm. Second thing is you got to have a separate space for your work office, all right? Uh, you I'm over two. I mean, you got to have a nice <laughs> setup. You can't be slouching on the couch or anything. <laughs> You're attacking okay. me now. Okay, uh, it's good. It's good. It's good to it's good to brew a communal cup of co- a pot of coffee, just like you would at the office too, to kind of give you that office mindset. It's about creating the office mindset at home. Okay, right. So you make a whole pot of coffee. It doesn't matter if it's just you. You make a whole yeah, pot but of you, coffee. You have the advantage of working with a someone who is also working from home. Yeah, but my significant other does not matter. work from home. Doesn't matter. If you she have, also doesn't drink coffee. If it's, if it's one person. If you don't even drink coffee, you got to make a communal pot of coffee. So you got to get the aroma. The aroma it helps you get into the work, fi- the work feel, the yeah. work mood, the work the mentality. The mentality. There you guys, the word I was looking for. <laughs> Saying words until I get it. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, it's when you're done at the day, you're done at the day, end of the day, rather, not done at the day, done yeah, at the whatever. end of the day, you're done. All right. No more checking your emails to see if you got. Oh, maybe I need. I do this. By my bad. I get. I get to the point where, like, if I have something that I'm, I'm leaving on and I, I it gets in the back of my mind and I have to check it to see if it got done or whatever, okay. I, 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 you got to just close it off. You're not salary, right? No, I'm not salary. That's Fuck the thing. Em. It's like if you're, you're not bucket. salary, if you're not anybody's not salary, like, you don't owe them another damn penny of your time. See, that's you know? the thing about I why, you know, a lot of people in the office are salary. And I had always in my entire life working, you know, I spent the majority of my life working in retail until I got to the job that you and I met at, I had always worked in retail prior and it was always one of those things like, yeah, it's, it's, it's hourly, but I would always bring work home with me. And I don't mean like I would work from home. It's just like the bullshit that would happen throughout the day would carry over. And I'd be, if I, if I left work in a pissed off mood, I came home in a pissed off mood. Yeah. That's yeah. And then once I finally left that retail job and went to another job, it was just like I finally got, and even when the job that you and I worked, there were days where like I'd have bad days and I'd bring it home with me. The job that I have, no, no pun intended, now that I, I'm working from home, but once I clock out, it's like I don't give a shit. Like yeah, I'm don't done. ask me about those spreadsheets, Janet. The spreadsheets, Janet, because I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, I'm like, off the clock. And that was that was one of the benefits too, was that I didn't have to worry about. Okay, and I understand like if you're salary, I get it. But I'm not salary, and but like I've always I've always put it out there to whoever or to whomever. Um, I'm like, hey, I, I get off at 4:30, but if like if something happens and you need me sh- to do so, like do a thing, yeah. you got my number, holler at me. Now that is a there's a trust factor there because it's like okay, you you're hoping to, that they're not gonna call you well, some random bullshit you do, that they could do themselves. Do it once. It's like you know what? Yeah, I'll help you out. Okay. But when it becomes like a thing, and you do it 
a lot, then that's when the good grace stops. Oh, like, okay, my no. phone got cut off. So sorry. Like, or that, or it's like, okay, I'm going to start logging in these hours and start asking for overtime. Yeah. I don't know why I, I'm on this like big kick of like, well, because against, you're super fucking dressed up right now. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean like the thing this is a special is, episode. We're recording during the day. Yeah. It's nice. It's like, we're all buzzed up on coffee. Right uh, now. We're yeah, so buzzed up for a lot of reasons. Yeah, Coffee's one oh, of them. Man, yeah. I accidentally <laughs> let your dog out. So for anyone who that. doesn't know, I, um, we adopted a dog and we adopted a dog from a shelter so that's that's a plus yeah um she's very she's not she's timid but she's not timid aggressive she we were pretty sure she was abused but prior to us having her um she's two years old she's still got some of that pup energy but she's very hesitant towards men not so much me she's still she's still a little hesitant towards me a little but she's become very fond and attached to me because she's seen me a lot over the last yeah. day or so. But anyways, <laughs> Jacob comes over here because yesterday we were supposed to record and it was just like, bro, the, she's, the dog has finally settled down. Her name is Lenny. She's finally like got acclimated to the house. She settled down. I don't want Jacob to show up in 15 minutes and disturb her. So I was like, let's just Get push it tomorrow. Up. Let's just oh, do it tomorrow. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, bro, let's do it. Daytime, coffee buzzing. Let's go. I'll bring breakfast. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, baby. Jacob shows up, and she runs out the door. Yeah, she's very quick. Very she's pretty, very, very quick dog. So here I am, running around the fucking neighborhood trying to get this dog. I got her. Yeah, and she's okay. She's quick, man. She's so She's quicker than she looks, and she's... She's just like a them. She's like the Flash. She's anyways, very, very pretty though. She's I very, mean. she's gorgeous. It was my own fault. I should have put her outside and let Jacob come in. But now we know that's the thing, right? That's the thing about getting a dog is there's Learn. a le- there's a learning process. Like you know, we've learned that you know she's not used to being able to get on couches. She's not used to being able to get on beds. She's not used to having free roam to do these things. She's not used to having a backyard that's fenced in where she can run wherever she wants to. So, you know, we're, we're all we're all learning. We're all doing things. We're all getting used to each other. And now we know that when somebody comes over, we already knew she was hesitant, hesitant towards the men. But we know that. I did not know that she would take off out the door. I did not know that she was like waiting. Yeah. She was looking for her opportunity. She was like, I mean, and she was like that. And I'm just like, oh, my God. She saw this big. But luckily, once Jacob went away, because Jacob was trying to help get her. But like once Jacob left and like I was like, just go inside. She kind of calmed down. Not that she was afraid of Jacob, but like she's just afraid of men because some asshole. I am pretty menacing though. You well, know. some asshole is probably you know, and that's the thing that we were talking about too. Like the people that abuse dogs, they're up there with like rapists. Yeah, it's like the that, worst people in the people world. People who abuse children. Yes, you guys can get the fuck out. Yeah, just like get on out of here. Go on. You know, and I was jo- I was joking. I was like, you want to beat somebody, a dude's ass, like or a woman's. Ass. You want to get in a fight with a human? I would that's, say even women. It's like, but I mean, at the same well, that's fine. Yeah, because like they can fight back. Yes, I don't mean it's fine. No, yeah, again, it's, I don't mean not, it's fine. Not, I'm just saying yeah. like. I'm saying if like me and you want to square up, let's go. Like that's fine because we okay, we're fair. You can yeah. fight back. A dog can't fight back, man. No, I mean a dog can bite you and stuff, but like ultimately, you're not gonna whatever. So, anyways, so Jacob let my dog out, and I'm just like, whoo. Yeah, we're all jazzed up now. I'm jazzed up. Go, had a couple cups of coffee. Racing. I'm like fucking ready to go. But anyways, last oh. week, yeah. okay, strap in, okay, because I'm starting. Okay, yeah. Here we go. Is, we, we're going to hit it off the top. If you don't want to listen to this, maybe just skip ahead. No, like, you do want to listen Maybe to just skip ahead 20 minutes, 30 minutes. 20. I'll try to cut it down. So everyone knows, and look, but I want to preface it by saying that like, if you like the trailer, okay, that's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to try very hard not to be a hypocrite 
because we always like want to fucking fleece fan bases for being pissy and shitty yeah. and you know whatever. I do think there is a, a point. Okay, so there's there's a couple of points. First of all, I'm talking about the Uncharted trailer. Yeah, we probably I knew yeah, the movie was coming it. out. I was dreading the moment the trailer dropped because I had zero faith it was going to be any good, okay. despite the fact that it was being produced by Sony and PlayStation Studios and like their involvement and like like you created this IP and yeah, it was this this. Why was you? Why were you hesitant to begin with? Was first just, of all, because Mark Wahlberg was in, involved. Okay, well. And he's fine. No, he's awful. And second <laughs> of all, the movie has been in development since 2008 when it was announced. That's, That's a, a long, long time, time ago. Yeah. It's been through about 50 writers and about 25 different directors. That's an yeah, exa- it doesn't sound like it's an it's exaggeration, but start. it has been the script's been rewritten multiple times, and that never that I don't want to say never because never is a very specific amount of you know time, but it rarely ever works when you have a bunch of Hands in the cookie pot, right? Yeah. It, and Too so, many people trying to pull their influence one way or the other. Correct. So, you know, ca- <laughs> casting Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, as young Nathan Drake, I want to specify, it's young Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's fine. It's whatever. And my hope was that, okay, you're going with young Nathan Drake, so you're going to be able to tell your own unique story that's not tied to any of the previous games. Because... You have an expectation, right? Mm-hmm. When you call something Uncharted. This is not, like, as much as we want to complain about Marvel Comics is that, oh, they didn't follow this storyline, they didn't do this. Marvel Comics and DC, you know, they're 80 years old, so they have multiple reboots, multiple universes, and multiple storylines that they can pull from and mishmash together, and it can make sense. Yeah. The problem with Uncharted is it is one universe, and it is one storyline, and it's what's in the games. That is what happened. That is what we know. That is the only thing that it's happens. It's a very, very strong through It is line. a very linear, here you go, here you go, from Uncharted Golden Abyss to Uncharted 4. Like, this is what, these are the events that happened. This is canon. This is what is the gospel. Gotcha. Okay. So, with that being said, you watch the trailer, and it's just like, can Tom Holland pass as young Nathan Drake? Yes. Physically, yes. The problem, and this is not dogging on Tom Holland, the problem is he is Peter Parker. Yeah, he's a good kid. Don't get he, me wrong. But any Great movie kid. that he's in outside of Spider-Man, he is Peter Parker. And I'm not saying he's typecast. I'm saying that I think Peter Parker is Tom Holland. I think they are this. I think just he's like, just being yeah. himself, and that is the, nothing close to what Nathan Drake is. Even as a kid, that's not what he was. And that's the thing too. Is like I am. Moon Knight, Mortal Kombat, and Uncharted, they're, like, up there for, like, things that I am, like, very, 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 very knowledgeable. I love Uncharted to the point I have an, I have a tattoo, an Uncharted tattoo. I only have one tattoo, and it's an, of Uncharted. So, like, that's kind of how much it means to me. And so, like, I'm very intimate with, like, this entire universe, the story, everything that involves it. Um, and a part of my life, I've, I've said it before, like, the first Uncharted came at the perfect time because that was – I moved to a city – or a town, whatever, when I moved to college, I had zero friends. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. So my comfort was Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Like All right. and then I just fell in love with it and like it to me it was just a perfect amalgam of things of you know, whatever. And so as time like it is my absolute favorite it's probably my I don't know. It's up there as my favorite game franchise. I love Mortal Kombat. 
I love yeah. the universe of Mortal Kombat. But as a like a specific game, I don't think any of the Mortal Kombat games would crack my top twenty favorite games of all time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Favorite franchise, but not a there's not a particular game that probably resonates as like a favorite all time. I got you. Okay. okay. Uncharted has two games probably in my top ten as favorite games. Like so that tells you how much it means to me. Anyways, I bought a Vita specifically to play Uncharted Golden Jeez Abyss. Louise, remember when Vitas are around? It was a great console. It was just. It was a great concept. Great. I mean, that's a switch. That's the, that's what that's that's. A, yeah, the but switch. Sony just left it to die, and that's a whole nother thing. I still have <laughs> I still have my Vita. Anyways, so like you watch this, and I'm I'm already I'm dreading it. Like I'm dread, and I try to I try to go in. I try really hard, but I, I I struggle with this when it comes to things I'm very familiar with. Like, what is a trailer supposed to do? Supposed to well, if you ask me, the trailers show way too much of what they're showing because I don't like. I want to have some surprise when I'm watching the movie, but at the same time, it's supposed to let you know what the movie's it's about. It's supposed to sell you to go sell see the you movie, go right? See the movie, yeah. That's ultimately what it is there for. Now, I watch this with the preconceived expectations. Okay, yeah. I'm looking. I'm I'm honestly looking for issues because I'm like this. First of all, it's a video game movie. Those do not work. Yeah, they do not um, work. Yeah, that's fair. You could argue they do work because you know Resident Evil makes uh you know a ton of money, but well, I think. With Resident Evil, I have only watched the first one. It those was not are also good. like those movies that are so bad they're they're fun to watch. But I also right. think after the first or second movie, they're like, "Fuck the game universe." We're <laughs> yeah, we're creating, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with trying to create your own specific storyline and trying to do things differently. <laughs> what I'm not okay with is why you do both. You can't create your a new story, but also take very specific things from multiple games. If you're going to inspire it by one game, mm-hmm. fine. But you're taking very specific things from multiple games that by the way have no uh no dealings with Young Drake. So yeah, like so, it's like it, so you're yeah. mis you're mis- mishmashing, which is the first problem because are you trying to sell this movie as okay, this is for like people who are unfamiliar with the Uncharted franchise? Or are you trying to get people who are very familiar? Because you're losing, in my opinion, both. Because after watching the entire trailer, I think that it could stand alone as a generic treasure hunting thing, right? Yeah. But, like, that's not why we love the franchise. We love the franchise because we love the character dynamics. We have fallen in love with these characters across five games. We are extremely attached to Nathan Drake and Elena Fisher and Chloe Frazier and Sully and like all these people. Like these are the people that like we know these guys v- detailed like intimately. I yeah, it's like four or five games. So right? like w- so. we know we have an expectation. You're talking about Sam and his brother, which is never mentioned until the third game. The fourth game centers all around him, and it's like you have the 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 cargo plane that's like you know the the big set yeah. the big set piece that's literally from Uncharted three. Then you have you know Sully quote unquote. You have Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. They're at a they're at something and they're in white suits and you know they're talking through a earpiece. That's from Uncharted Four, and it's just like, what are you trying to accomplish? Because if you just take <laughs> the most recent Tomb Raider movie as a prime example of why you don't just like take big big moments from games and say, okay, we'll just slap them on because people will go see it. So if you watch the the Tomb Raider trailer, you're like, this looks like a a live action version of the reboot, the 2013 mm-hmm. reboot. 
and like they're cool. Those are cool moments. But then there's no story. There's no substance to anything yeah, yeah, you're doing. You sold, it, you sold it on like, hey, here's the cool parts of the game. Right. That I guess that's that's kind of like what stood out to me in the World of Warcraft movie when it came out is like the story that they brought there was like, yeah, it was a story of like how the orcs and the Draenei got to, you know, uh, uh, the, the Azeroth. There we go. Uh, but it was like the whole movie was just filled with kind of filler where it was like oh here's that thing you love from the game mm-hmm. like you remember murlocs this is the sound they make oh here's here's like uh, goldshire and it's like that's fine but it's it just felt like they were worried so much about fan service and showing people that hey look at these cool things that we worked on and showed you what they would look like in real life and it felt very forced but then it, it just felt like you had a 20 minute story that you were trying to tell in an hour and 30 minutes and you filled it with a bunch of stuff that, Hey, people are going to think this is pretty neat. You know, a perfect example of this is the mortal Kombat movie, the most recent one. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with a universe that has been rebooted three times. Yeah, so you have, I know that mortal so, so you have, the place. you have a leeway of kind of doing and mishmashing things, right? Yeah. Was it a great movie? I enjoyed it and I like it. I can pick yeah. it apart with all the things that are wrong with it. Okay, yeah. But as a movie, I I got what I wanted out of a Mortal Kombat movie. Okay. Now, I have been against this the Uncharted movie the entire time. I fucking despise Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I like I do not like him. I don't know why. Melissa McCarthy's the other one. I don't like her either. That's fine. I have no real uh, reason fine. other than I think that they're both terrible actors. Like I don't know about how, they may be the best people off the off the camera. I do not like them. I don't like I. There's only one movie I like with Mark Wahlberg, and that's The Departed. It's because he's a. Oh man, the other guys was so good though. Because he's, oh, I, I did not so like funny. it, bro. Because I, I do not find he, him funny. It was so, fu- but it, I think that the reason it was so funny because he was trying to be unfunny in it. Like but where he it was like did not succeed. Very, in my it was very humor that's not supposed to be humor that was humor because it was like, yeah. It, it, oh man, it was so fun. And Will Ferrell working with Mark, it was just great. It was a good movie. I loved it. So. Again, let's go back to 2008 when they announced it. David O. Russell, who was the guy who did Silver Linings Playbook, The Fighter, and American Hustle, was set to write the script and I think direct with uh, Bradley Cooper in some form being in the movie. At first, it was like maybe he's going to be Sully, maybe he's going to be Nathan Drake, whatever. Um, but like the, the the thing that puts the whole thing to shame is the fact that Bruce Bruce Campbell, I'm dumb, is the fact that Nathan Fillion like petitioned for the role like six or seven years ago and was like, I want this. Like, and he, he looks like Nathan He's Drake the one from the short film that you sent me. right? Yes. And that's exactly like that. Dude. And yeah. that's the yeah. thing, bro. Like he did a, he like financed this short film. That's 12 minutes long. <laughs> like, Here's my B roll. And literally in, encapsulated everything that was Nathan Drake and did better than Sony did in a three minute trailer. And Sony had the budget and had everything at their disposal. And someone who's not involved yeah. did a much better job than you did. Literally, he gave you the playbook. And even if you're not going to use him, even if you're going in a different direction. Okay, so then you get Mark Wahlberg, who I fucking hate. I've said that multiple times. He doesn't. That's The, the thing about the characters is like, okay, casting is one thing, right? And, you know, we, we talked about it with Batman. It's like, oh, Robert Pattinson, yada, yada. You know, uh, people are judging him because base whatever. I, I do do that a little bit with Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg because I also don't think he's good, right? I think so. Like my assumption is that it's going to be bad because I think he is in fact a bad actor. If you like him, that's fine. It's whatever. It's I your think prerogative. He's Mark, I mean, it's Mark. Fine. I thought he was good in Transformers, but whatever. Transformers. <laughs> and so, um, but like you don't look like Sully. He 
iconic signature mustache that Sully has. Yeah. Okay, he's always had it in the games. Even young Sully, it, instead of gray, <laughs> it was brown. Yeah. Right? And so, A, you don't look like him. And B, you don't fucking act like him. You act like Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Again, it's back to the Tom Holland thing. Like, you're a fucking actor. You're yeah. supposed to, like, make me believe that you're somebody else that you're not. Mark, but, Mark Wahlberg doesn't act in movies. Oop, movies act out Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it's just so. Mark Wahlberg playing it's around. Mark Wahlberg <laughs> in different universes. But like, <laughs> there are no mannerisms between either between Tom Holland and Sully. And it's like, oh, well, this is just a trailer, motherfucker. I can gather a lot from a trailer. That's the whole point. Yeah, you're supposed. To, the trailer is like that point where you're supposed you to put your sell whole me budget into the trailer because it's like. That's what's gonna get people going, regardless of if people hate it or love it. And like, by the, the way, trailer's gonna get them. Spoiler there. alert! So you show Chloe, and you know if you've ever played the games, if you haven't, whatever, shame on you. But Chloe <laughs> turns on Nathan, but then also turns back and helps Nathan. She double crosses, and you literally show that in the trailer. But yeah. so is that for me or is that for you? Again, like that's that's my thing. It's like. Uh, Within ten people, seconds people, of each other. Yeah, well, for people that haven't seen the movie, because that's what Shelby said. Shelby said, "I don't know what Alex is probably like." I thought it was fine. It's like, well, we also don't haven't ever played the series, and that's what she says. Like, we haven't played the series, so like, but if trust we're me, looking at the movie as a as like a, a national treasure movie or like a as a generic or a, or treasure a Harrison hunt. Ford movie, it's just like it's a fun treasure hunt. Movie. Correct. Yeah. Then don't call it Uncharted. Exactly. That's the thing. It's that's like, the thing. It was. Why just, does this movie exist other than to just milk something? My complaints came more from like the trailer where it was like there were scenes where the one scene that I won't I won't let go is like the one where I guess it might be Chloe the one that has the the chick that has the knife and she's like putting it up to Mark skin. Wahlberg's neck yeah she's yeah, a dark dark, dark skin lady you could kind of see her flinch at the beginning of the scene like she had missed her mark a little bit and kind of auto correct it and it was just like well that's also why probably not just retake it and use a better use a better if take I'm to than guess one, but there is a moment in Uncharted two where. She is working with Nathan and Sully, and Lazarevich is the bad guy. So she's playing both sides, but she's not really playing both sides. <laughs> playing both sides, so you come out on top. She is helping you, but she is basically working for Lazarevich. Okay, yeah, and then she... there's a moment in the game where you guys are in a building, Lazarevich shows up, and she has to quickly decide, I've got, okay, boom. But you don't know it as Nathan, as the player, spoilers, you don't know that she's working with Lazarvich. Okay. So to you, you're like, this bitch turned on me. And, yeah. but, but she does such a good job that you're it's believable. You're like, fuck, I like her. Yeah. The, also the problem is Elena is nowhere to be found. Elena is the main I girl. I saw that in a lot of the Reddit comments. She's nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. Yeah. So like, again, if you're wanting to make a movie based off of let's use Uncharted One as the as the foundation, we're gonna make this into a trilogy. Okay, use Uncharted One. You can take a little bit of scenes, young Nathan Drake scenes, yeah, from Uncharted Three, mix them in there to like when he first meets Sully, whatever, and you could pass him as Nathan Drake. You could even like I, the problem with Tom Holland is he just doesn't age, and so he's like perpetually like a sixteen year old kid, even though he's like twenty five or whatever. So like okay, yeah, he's like you, close to R you H, can yeah. make it work, but the problem is, is that you're trying to just it's like oh well we we've only got one shot at this, so let's just throw everything together, which is a terrible this is a terrible recipe, and I think also too you should have just went with your own thing. You should I mean you call it Uncharted, that's fine, but you should have just been like we're not gonna have any like we're gonna have slight nods maybe, 
to like the games for like Easter eggs. Make a new story. Easter eggs and nods are okay, but when you're just like so hell bent on making fan service, you have a fucking mess of a movie. And right? the way you explained it to me, it was like it sounds a lot like they were they were under the impression that we don't like you said like we only have one shot at this. Let's throw every single thing in mm-hmm. at the out of the last four or five games, put it into one movie because we're not going to get a sequel or a pre or a. But tri- the problem or, here, or, you know, a, what and then it? they they fucking ruin the iconic Uncharted music. Like you hear it and you're like, it's so fucking upbeat. You're like, hell yeah, let's go hunt some motherfucking treasure. Let's fucking go. And they murdered it, bro. <laughs> they fucking murdered it at the end of the trailer, and it's just like. God damn, like you had one fucking job, <laughs> like, Music so Man, bad, and you yeah. fucked it up, and you put Aerosmith or Queen or whatever the fuck it is in there. I don't remember. Or uh, <laughs> Motley Crue. I don't know. It was some sort of bullshit that didn't belong. And the fight scenes to me. The fight scenes seemed very, like, choreographed. It, it was, seems... V- it was like they... It, it was it was Tom Holland's Spider-Man, and they didn't want to do... Because he's supposed to be a 15-year-old in those yeah. movies, so he can't hit a 15-year-old. So it was like... It seemed very like they were trying to... To not throw punches, but throw punches, right. kind of thing, and it was kind of eh, it's off putting. And like, I feel like, we're, but it's I know I'm very, you know, I've but. cooled down a little bit. Like it was that initial shock. Like I, my expectations were low, but holy shit, this was terrible. <laughs> like you know, and I understand I'm coming at it from a very different angle, and I understand too that like, here's the difference, right? People want to bitch and complain about Game of Thrones. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, more than fine. But you also have to understand that there was nothing to base the ending on. Yeah. I have an ending to Uncharted. I have an entire series that's complete to this point. Like, it's done. Like, Nathan's journey is over. So I have a a lot to base this upon, right? It's not like I have, again, 80 years of different comic stories to base a story on, right? Like, Iron Man 3 was supposed to be extremist, but, like, take a bunch of stuff from, and, like, okay, we're going to mix match. Okay, fine. Like that's fine, but then, but then you destroy right. the main character. That's a whole different thing. But like the, the the idea of of melding different stories together, I'm fine with that. I'm, yeah, that's fine. It's just your execution sucks. But like again, this goes back to everything I talk about when you when you're adapting something, you have enough faith in this story. You're like, okay, you read a comic book and you're like, this fucking would slay as a movie. Okay, so you're like, I'm gonna adapt this comic book to a movie, this very specific storyline to a movie. So then why do you why do they always turn around and destroy the adaptation and destroy the story? What's the fucking point of adapting something if you're going to destroy it later on? You feel me? Yeah. You understand? And that's like a, what's yeah, the point of an a, adaptation if you don't question. adapt yeah. it? I feel like they've done that so many times too where it's like you have this storyline you want to do but then for some reason the editors or the people making or doing the it's pitch are the fucking like, suits that don't know a, dog yeah, shit about that's anything. A, that's a great you got a great story there. You got a great story there. Well, what if we we take that we shit on it and we throw it away and then we do our own story. It's like, but we're gonna but, slap it on here and call it this and yeah. we're gonna trick everybody. It's again manipulating your audience. Very much so, and it's That's, bullshit. Yeah, I, it's just like I don't understand why this exists. When I do, I as, do understand why it exists, but when again, are we as viewers gonna unionize and say down with this corporate ass people <laughs> making these movies shitty? I can and, shit on this movie all day long, but I have two points to make on it. Okay, one, let's hear him. My problem is that this is going to be some people's first introduction to Uncharted, you included, right? Yeah. Unless we unless we get together and we play it, which I want to do, uh, but like I'm telling you, you and Shelby would fucking love this series. It is super linear. It is the okay. the story is amazing and like the it's just it's top notch. Like so like it's top notch. It's okay. just All right. it's amazing. So, but this is going to be some people's first introduction to Uncharted, and either a you're gonna be like, I like that movie. It was fine, and then you're gonna play the movie, and then you're gonna f- you're, you play, you the, play game. the you play yeah. the games, and you're gonna be like that fucking movie is dog shit. Like you're gonna hate it, and you're gonna be like, 
I'm conflicted. Like you're conflicted. <laughs> like, they're gonna be like, wait, this didn't happen at all in the movie. Correct. <laughs> like, or, you know, it's like you're gonna be me, and you're gonna fucking hate this abomination, and the movie's gonna make a fucking shit ton of money, and it's gonna be dog shit. Just because something makes money does not make it that's good. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what. That's why trailers are so important because because it does Venom, not matter. It, yeah, it doesn't matter if the the movie fucking sucks because people still go to see the for movie for some goddamn if you have reason. A good trailer, yeah. but then you have movies that are good that don't make, it. and it's just like. Be smart with your money. It's so hard. Please though. don't go to the theater because and watch this. Who do you believe, right? Because you've got like uh, I remember, it was, I think it was 2020 or 2019 where you've got this huge renaissance era. Where people like these these movie critics don't know what the hell they're talking about anymore. This movie was phenomenal as far as the fans think, but then you, you get like a, a eight on the Rotten Tomato score. But then there was movies that were like they were like, oh, this shit's so good as far as the critics go, and the fans were like, this is this is terrible. So it's like, who do you believe? When do you waste your money? And like, it's you can't trust anybody. So it's yeah, like, just, I say go see I it for yourself. But then it's like, what if it's a dog shit movie? You don't want to waste your money. Man, it's such a so, I you know. I talk about trailers all the time. So it's like, I thought the Let There Be Carnage trailer was terrible. I am not going to go to the theater and watch it. I thought it was D- fine. Does that mean I'm going to not watch the movie? No, I want to see how bad of a train wreck it is. You'll right? catch, it, catch it whenever it comes on FX. Now, I watched the X-Men Apocalypse trailer, right? And I've never watched the movie. Again, a story that I am intimately like familiar with. A story, one of my favorite storylines. Literally, yeah. it is my absolute favorite X-Men storyline of all time. I love it. I, super, it was it, it yeah. hit in the childhood in the prime of like my comics reading. Like I watched X Men the animated series, and then like I was introduced to Age of Apocalypse, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" This is like, yeah. what happens if Apocalypse literally takes over? Charles Xavier dies. All this shit. Magneto turns into a good guy. Like all of these amazing like stories, and it's like so again, you're adapting from this story, but whatever fox's x-men universe is sucks we get it again but you can catch that i think ultimately what the problem the problem lies within everything is like i'll I'll go back to the tomb raider the angelina jolie tomb raider movies are they great no are they bad i don't think so you want to know why those uh, those tomb raider movies work better than the most recent tomb raider movie because the most recent tomb raider movie is again using moments and scenarios from the recent reboot where the Angelina Jolie two Tomb Raider movies have nothing to do with the games that you've played before. Yeah, they're, they're completely separate universes. And I think they're fine movies. I think they're they're very fine movies. I have no problems with any of them. I think she's a very serviceable Lara Croft. And they work. They work. And it's like, okay, so then you... Prince of Persia, okay, you're trying to do this, but then there's expectations. And so ultimately... What we have found out in the 20 years of adapting video games is that they don't work as movies and that we should just flat out stop trying to make movies. What they do work is TV shows. Castlevania worked. Yeah. Witcher worked. Yeah. Hopefully, Last of Us is going to work. And here's why Oof, oh, I can't. Here's why they, they have a better chance of working as TV shows more than movies. Because let's take Uncharted 1. Let's say the game is 18 hours long. You have 18 hours of story. Do you need all of that 18 hours of story to make it work? I don't think so. There's a lot of exposition. There's cutscenes. There's a lot of, and there's also gameplay too. So mm-hmm. like gameplay scenarios, whatever. There's ludo narrative dissonance is what it's called. It's the that's uh, a big word. Look at you. It's the ability. I don't even know what that means. So it's a it's a it's it's a complicated term, but basically what it means is that. Nathan Drake can murder a bunch of people 
and that's okay because you're but you're trying to stop ludo narrative dissonance is a means to service the plot right okay you have to kill all these henchmen in order to stop the henchmen from taking over right yeah it's you're no better than the person you're yeah, you're stopping. You, you have to kill the henchmen, even though the henchmen are trying to kill everybody else. But it's like, but well, you're murder- kill you before you kill me. Correct, and it's like because you're perceived as the good guy, you can take out the bad guys. But again, the gameplay in Uncharted is a is a means to service the story it is trying to tell. There's a little bit of a little bit of um, big words for people, right? Nice. A little bit of inside of how we things- like to educate people here, right? So, so you have. A, 18 hours of story in Uncharted 1 that you, okay, you want to turn that into a 10-hour show? That is entirely possible. Yeah. You can do that because you're taking out the gameplay loops. You could even do it as an 8-hour, right? I do like because a if you watch, series. Yeah, I get eight episodes be, because you can watch, and that's the thing, you can take Uncharted one story, make that the first season. Uncharted 2 is the second season because each game implements a new narrative. Game one, you're Nathan Drake. You're a descendant of Sir Francis Drake. You're a treasure hunter. You're trying to find his long lost treasure. Whatever you you, you yeah, you're you, banging chicks and dudes. No, you're, you're not. Just so going you around you, you have this treasure. dynamic with Sully. He's like a dad figure to you, but he's not related to you. And then you you know you find Elena and like this that and the other. And the thing I lo- the thing that I like a lot about the first mo- the first game is that it is confined to one island. The second game. You are globetrotting. You're going all around the world. Yeah. And you're introduced. And you're like, oh, am I a bad guy? You're kind of hanging out with ne'er do wells because Nathan Drake is a very he's skates a grifter. The, is what he's I a say. he skates the line between good and bad. He's a thief. And he's a fucking do. thief. Yeah. But he's also like he has a good heart and he's trying to do the right thing. This that and the other. Then you meet Chloe. You have like you're the best bad guy in the series, Lazarovich. Boom. There's your season two. Season three is where you open up the series with young Drake. Boom. Okay, then you see you see how he became the the fucking treasure hunter that he is, and then you drop the bombshell at the end. Or this. Okay, let's just say that there are ten episodes. Episode eight, you drop the bombshell where you know she's just like, oh, we all know that you're not really Nathan Drake, and that's not your real name. And you're <gasps> like, you're like, what the fuck? Spoiler. But I've been Nathan Drake the whole time. Spoilers, by the way. And then you find out, oh, shit. And then you find out you had a brother. What? And you had this existential crisis where you saw him die in front of you, and so you became And then, you know, you talk about your brother. You have this 10-minute scene. Okay, here's what happened, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. And then season four. Here you go, Uncharted 4. Like, it's not hard. Why why can I do this better than everyone else? It is not hard. Because here's the thing. Would you rather... Let's take a property that you love so much. Would you rather it be a complete live action retelling, close as you can be as a one to one aspect like retelling, and you're like, you know what? I know what's gonna happen. Again, Game of Thrones is a prime example. Yeah. Book readers loved it because oh yeah, this is cool, whatever. Book readers get pissed off because they started changing things along the way. That's fine. But you can watch it knowing what's gonna happen, but still enjoy the show, right? Comic yeah. books are the same way. You can watch you have it. You to separate the two. But, or would you have them, okay, this is called Uncharted. We're just going to throw that label on there. But, ah, it's not really Uncharted. So, which is the better? It's it's Uncharted. Uh, I would say the, the former, not the latter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Having it be a complete retelling, but maybe very, you know, change a few things here and there to still keep you on your toes and keep it fresh. Why is that so hard? Well, 
Why do you, because you, the fucking people in charge of these things that have all this money, they don't know dick about dick, bro. Yeah. They don't know anything. All they see is dollar signs. They don't give a shit. Why do you think The Witcher works so well, other than it being a Netflix show, having the budget to be a Netflix show? And, so I feel like Henry Cavill just knows but The Witcher. the dude like, loves Witcher. <laughs> yeah, I was about to the say, dude like, played Witcher. Yeah. And the people running the show are familiar with Witcher. It's, it's that whole thing. And, you know, you want to argue... Well, you know, the guy that was in charge of writing, I think his name is Greg Russo, that was in charge of writing Mortal Kombat, he was like, I loved Mortal Kombat. I, I, I grew up playing it, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like you watch a movie and you're like, are you sure? Uh, so it's like whatever. But, I, you know, one of my biggest things in life is I try not to be a hypocrite. But I also think that things can be criticized and should be criticized. Just because you love something unconditionally does not mean that it is exempt from criticism. And I get a bad rap because it's like, oh, you just hate it. No, I don't. I just have expectations. I have, I have expectations with things that I'm you even at the lowest expectations, and they haven't yeah. Been but met. and that's yeah. the thing about Moon Knight. I have said it. I'm so excited about it, but yeah. I also feel very weird about it. And based off of what I've seen so far with the Disney Plus TV shows, I'm not. I'm not expecting a whole lot. I know Mandalorian th- was good. So I'm talking about specifically the MCU because oh, right okay. now, <laughs> yeah, you've had moments with the Disney Plus shows. I can't tell you, like I cannot sit here and tell anyone that they are worth watching. I think, you know, yeah, the stuff with Kang is great. There are, you know, you know, whatever. I'm not going to rehash the whole thing. I don't think that as a whole, the Disney Plus shows have been great. So, like, my expectations are, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be good. Because I am, again, it's like I told Jed when we talked to him. Like, I feel like Moon Knight is a kid. Like, he's a child. I, I've grown up loving this character that no one fucking yeah. likes. That uh, I say no one in parentheses. That, that the average person has no fucking clue who this guy is. He's the underdog. He's the guy that I've been attached to for 20-some years as my guy. Yeah. And now he's going to be you know, the guy. And so now I've got, I'm going to have to like deal with... That's the thing, too, is like the thing you love when it becomes super popular, where do you fall? Because it's like I've got this Uncharted tattoo. So in like five years, people will go, oh, you like that movie? And it's going to piss me the fuck off, right? <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. That's like, going to piss me the fuck off. Whatever people are like talking about. Oh, did you see the movie, dude? Did you see where they jumped from the plane and uh, stuff? Bro. And it's like, then they went to this one place. And then, oh, Chloe, she was on their side the whole time. <laughs> and you're just. <laughs> and that's the thing. And it's like. <laughs> it's like but you also have to remember oh, yeah, that. It's so funny. My, your love for something does not. I mean, and it might. Those stories you fell in love with don't go away. They're still there. Yeah. Right? And there's a, there's a whole thing about, okay, well, you know, super uh, Superman's son is is now bisexual. So it's a big old thing. Oh, and my it's, God. I saw it all over Twitter. People upset about it. You know, people yeah. are going, oh, it's just like, shut from, up. From, okay, that's fine. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't care one way or the other. My problem with Superboy is that he's a very boring character. I don't like calling him Superboy, that's for he's sure. A, he's, he's a boring character. I don't think he's interesting, but that's just me. But I also have been on note, have been on record to say that if your Batman's not good, I don't really care about your universe right now. Yeah. And I'm talking about DC in general. I love DC, but, I, you know, whatever. Maybe his new stuff is good. I don't know. Super Sons was, a, was really good, and then they aged him up, and, like, he became a teenager. Like, I don't like it. Whatever. But I would say that you don't like teenagers to begin with. I, I mean, I don't, but also, like, I, 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 that's not true. I love Peter Parker. I mean, like, I mean, just teenagers in general. Yes, but, like, They're kinda you like, can write you know. teenage and kid-friendly stories for adults. I think the problem is that you either have to commit one way or the other. Is this a story for kids, or is this a story for adults involving a teenager and his, you know, existential, like, growing up and having the responsibility and whatever. Invincibles. Being, being super... Correct. Yeah. Being Superman's son, like whatever. Anyways, 
you know, and then there was all sorts of shit with Superman here recently. I don't know how Shelby feels about it. So it used to be truth, justice in the American way. And that's now been changed to truth, truth, justice, and the greater good or something. I don't know what the exact phrase is, but they, they took out the American way. Okay. And people are all upset about it. Let me ask you, not not you, okay. just in general, the general, what's the American way? I mean, I, mean, I don't... First of all, <laughs> um, Clark Kent is a goddamn alien <laughs> who lives in the fucking Midwest in Kansas. Yeah, so it's a lot, like, your definition of what the American way is a lot different than what someone in fucking New York City is. The, the way I see it is it's a lot, a lot along the lines of like people, how they would have treated Jesus if he was like, you know, alive today, whereas like, you know, he's kind of, he would be an immigrant. Um, he would be from a different, like a different place. He would have a different, a completely different skin tone than what truth, the justice in a better tomorrow is what it was, yeah. which sounds much better than truth, justice in the American way, especially, especially I can't talk today is, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Is that no, Superman yeah, saves the earth, the universe? Yeah. The universe is bigger than America. Well, I mean, some people, they changed it a couple, they changed it a couple years ago. (laughs) I I think what happened is they know that DC no longer owned the trademark on truth, justice, the American way. And they changed it. They want to renew it. And it makes more sense to be truth, justice and a better tomorrow. That makes so much better sense. Was, was Superman always, did Superman always look like a white guy from Kansas? Mm -hmm. Like whenever he got here, which it, it does. Well, I mean, it was. This it's he's from he's a because co- I mean the way I understand it's like he's from a completely different planet right completely different solar system and universe it's like you're telling me that the odds of the universe 1930s bro the night the uh, yeah I get that the time <laughs> that it was written in was like very like well we can't have him coming down looking like Cleve uh, Corp green and, and big eyes like so obviously we got to make him a white guy from Kansas you know and so it's like but I mean if I was back there but you're telling me in the odds of the universe. A random individual from another planet and another solar system, another galaxy, another universe away from us comes to our planet, just happens to look exactly like us. <laughs> the only difference is like he can see through walls and like run really fast and shoot oh, lasers out of his by, eyes. Powered by the red sun. And powered by the, the red sun, which is like ours is yellow. Well, Come on. Oh, no, I, I get it. Yeah. it was <laughs> but the color difference. But I will say, to be fair, boy, to howdy. be fair, um, a lot of aliens that are not from earth in the in DC are multi-ethnic. Like you've got green aliens, you've got fucking people that look like pigs, you've got black people, you've got women, you've got it's not I I get what you're saying, but <laughs> the the flip side of that is that not all aliens from other universes are white. Yeah, and that's my point is that like but Krypton the chances was, of the Krypton being... was a lot like Earth, it just blew up. Yeah, I just I find it kind of suspicious that like, this is whole. <laughs> but also, that looks like us. It was written <laughs> by know? I think the creators were two Jewish guys. Hey, good for them. So you know? I mean, again, and it was a symbol in the 1930s as like. I just want to say they knew how to sell comics, and it was like they were like, well, well we in the put, 1930s, if we, if we put like I don't know somebody who looks different in these comics, they're not going to sell very well. I, <laughs> like so, again, uh, I don't I don't want to go down this road, but yes. I mean, but, in the I 1930s, mean, the people who could buy comics were were white people. Yeah, I mean, that's that that was who. That's unfortunately, fair. that's who fucking they still do. I mean, still run the world, right? Yeah. So it's like, obviously, they didn't when they created the fucking Superman. They created Detective Comics. They never envisioned that these were going to be billion dollar properties. Yeah, I don't right? even know if they envisioned them lasting for more than Correct. a couple. I of mean, years. I'm pretty sure the creators of Superman sold. Someone, I, Mike, might correct me on this, but I'm pretty sure they sold the rights and the copy. Like, here you go, you can have them for like five thousand dollars. 
Good or five hundred dollars, right? Whatever. And so there's an entire documentary about the creation of Superman and how, again, we've talked about it. What's more important, owning the copyright or creating it? Because you're going to make more money owning by owning it yeah. rather than creating it. So that's a whole thing. Anyways. But, hey, it's Halloween. It's fucking Halloween. Yeah, I, 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 I forewarned everybody last week on Twitter that I was going to go on about a 30-minute diatribe about, about how much. And, I, and, and to be honest with you, I, I, if you like the trailer, I, I, that's fine. I'm yeah, not, not going to – I mean, I, I mean we can talk about it and debate it, but, like – I think it. I think it's a bad trailer. Yeah. For a something very important to me. But you're not but, gonna sit here and shit on people or tell them, hey, don't go see that movie. You're ridiculous. I'm telling movie, people, you know, please hey, don't. But if you do, I, if whatever. You, if that's you, my thing. It's like if, if if you're like my wife, I, I would prefer myself, you not to go see yeah, it because I would prefer them. I would prefer the movie fail and be and Sony be like, okay, we can't make a movie of this. Rather than well, let's milk the shit out of this and ruin what we what we are so intimate with. But Uncharted two, and it turns out to be like the Resident ser- uh, Resident Evil series, and it's like nothing. Like it's like they got. And, and you know what? Honestly, like, I'll be honest with you. If that's what you're gonna do, if that is your plan, is to cram the first four movies into one movie, whatever, and then you're gonna spin off and just do your own thing. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine because Resident Evil movies, Resident Evil games. Still, still are great, and you know are separate from that entire universe. I don't want them. Basically, what I don't want is those to cross streams. I don't want. I don't want anything that the movies do to have anything to do with. I'm hoping eventually an Uncharted Five. I would love an Uncharted Five. Which, by the way, an Uncharted Five would probably be a female protagonist. I know. I was people, about to say it'd be like his great great. It, no, it's going to be his daughter, Cassie. No, it's going to be his great. I feel like it's too because it's so like the, the money like, is oh, on the table, bro. The mon- because. Here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch it to you. You okay. don't know anything, and you're gonna be okay. It sounds good. You take Cassie, which is his daughter, yeah, and you put Nathan in the Sully role as the old man, like don't mm. do this, and call it Drake's Legacy. There you go, or Drake's Secret, or whatever. And it's Cassie who discovers what her parents used to do, and you're like, uh, okay, you're you're treasure hunters. Oh shit! And then she goes out and does her thing, and then she gets in a situation where she's she almost she almost dies, whatever. And Nathan gets mad, and it's like, look, if you're going to do this, you need somebody that's done it before. I, I swear I would never do this again, but I will do. I will. I will come out of my treasure hunting, whatever, to re- out of retirement to help you fulfill this, whatever. Or you could call it Drake's destiny. Fuck, call it that. Dude. I like the idea of like, it's his daughter didn't want anything to do with it because it takes, she saw how dangerous it was. But then she, but then his great granddaughter. He gets, she gets a hold of yeah, like some it, old. You want to do it in modern times? It's take place in modern times. That's fair. It doesn't I mean, take place in the 1600s. It takes place. But the thing about, by the way, if you ever play Uncharted, the thing you realize, if you know anything about history, Nathan Drake had no descendants. What do you mean? Did he have a daughter? He didn't have any kids. Oh, well, then who's no his descend- daughter? Who's this Cassie you're talking about? I'm sorry, Sir Francis Drake. Oh, okay. Sir Francis Drake had no descendants. Oh, okay. So how was he, Nathan Drake? Got you because he is Sir Francis. He's an <laughs> but no. Nathan has a daughter named Cassie. Okay, cool. and then the the epilogue of four once you beat four is revolves around Cassie and doing all this. Some people not gonna name names didn't finish Uncharted four because they didn't like it. They didn't I'm like the say, direction. Ian, shouts out to you, Ian. They didn't like the Look, serious right. Alex tone. Alex have to tell me because <laughs> I know who you are. All right, I got your number. All right. Oh, yeah, by the way, Toy Drive, send in some toys. Yeah, we got Toy Drive going on. Uh, That's going to be super sick. We're going to get early started on it. We wanted to do – it's going to be a kind of a weird Halloween episode. We're not going to talk about spooky stories because I don't have any more to tell. Yeah, bro. We wanted to talk about 
we wanted to get a witch, or like a real life witch who was like could tell me why I've been cursed and who I've we'll been cursed by. Next year, we'll eventually have a witch on here. Couldn't find one. So what I want to do is I'm going to ask you. Let's take it this way. We haven't played like a like a game in a while. Let's take. Okay, we'll say there's what five stereotypical like monsters. Oh, I actually googled it. Okay, the stereotypical monsters associated with Halloween. We've got Frankenstein's monster. We've got a vampire. We've got a zombie. We've got a ghost. What else? Uh, oh man, my <laughs> my thing isn't. It's I didn't Google it apparently. Oh, we, okay, so we've got a witch. Yeah, we, I, I I have witches. I have witch, zombies. Frankenstein's monster, zombie, mummy. You could classify them as the same. Yeah, they're about the same. Um, One's wrapped in vampire. Paper. What else? Uh, werewolf. Okay. Werewolf, poltergeist slash ghosts. Ghost. I guess you could just ghosts. Is, is yeah, we'll a, use is ghosts. The whole thing. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take each each one. Right. Boom, 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 boom. We're gonna start with let's start with ghost, and we're gonna rate them. Oh, here it is. Yeah, werewolf, Frankenstein's monster, vampire. You got witch. You got the zombies. You got the mummies. Which again, we're gonna classify that. Zombie as and a, mummies are gonna be uh, the same. Clowns and demons are on the list. <laughs> Candyman. Uh, we're getting. I'm talking like it's very specific. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. So let's, let's skeletons. Okay, skeletons. Okay, yeah, we can do skeletons. A lot of prep here. We've done a lot of prep. Yeah. I'm gonna here. I'm just gonna I'm gonna type them down in a notepad. Okay. And um. So let's go. Let's do like 10. We'll let's do go 10. vampire. Vampire. Let's go zombie slash mummy. Yeah. Okay. Witch. Witch. Ghost. Poltergeist. Ghost. Um, oh, man. Uh, did you do werewolf already? Werewolf. We're a great podcast. Skeleton. Skeleton. Skeleton riding the peloton. <laughs> uh, devil. We'll go devil demon. Devil demon. Well, yeah, devil good, slash demon. Uh, there's ghoul, but I feel like ghoul falls on the, za- the, the, the zombie. Ghoul thing. falls in, yeah. Ooh, headless horseman? Is it, though? So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven. I think seven is enough. Seven be solid? I mean, we can go with ten. I mean, yeah, headless so, horseman is pretty like common, yeah. right? I'm, I'm thinking stereotypical is like when you go to the Halloween section and you buy decor. Pirate. <laughs> Pirate. It's on the list. I'm just okay. We'll go with seven. Let's just go with seven. Yeah, to make good. for the for the sake yeah. of conversation, we're 48 minutes into this podcast. Yeah, again, welcome back. If you're if you're just <laughs> tuning in from skipping forward a little bit, uh, welcome um, back. We are going to rate each of these monsters based off the principle of living with them as a roommate, strictly yeah. a roommate. If you want to be like, oh, they've done this with what you do in the shadows, that's fine. You can take inspiration from that as well. Yeah, but we're going to do it in that in that sort of vein. As okay. far as like living with them, day to day life, daily life of living with. We would start with vampire. You signed a, a year lease with this person. You signed a year lease. Let's go a month because you've got seven months to live with each one of them. Okay, so right. you've got to live with this creature, whatever, for a month. First up is a vampire. Okay, first thing he's gonna sleep all day. It's gonna yeah. I mean, as far as that goes, <laughs> you can get a lot done. You don't have to worry. I'm pretty sure you don't have to worry about waking them up because they're in the sarcophagus, which is right. I'm assuming like a sensory deprivation chamber. Correct. Uh, so great at, at in the in the daytime. And you're gonna sleep at night, and he's gonna be out doing shit at night. But do we have a, an agreement that he doesn't try and suck my blood in the middle of the night while I'm sleeping? I think while you live there, yes. Okay. Because first of a, all, first thing you have to do is when you move in, he can't come in until you welcome him in the house. Yeah. So technically speaking, you only have to live with him for seven months. He sleeps outside <laughs> for the seven months. He'll burn month. to death. And yeah, that's true too. Okay. So, so he's he's gonna be a party guy. He's gonna party late he's at night. He's gonna party so hard because he's got to get those. He's got to get his his crew. What do they call the vampire? 
people that, that hang out with the vampire. The, the familiars. The familiars. The familiars. Well, familiars are not vampires. They're, <laughs> no, the, they're the people the, that take care of the vampires. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's going to have all those people like, just yeah. 24-7. He's also going to have to have like a lot of people over to eat. What know? if the understanding is that you're going to be sort of a familiar? Like, okay. But here's the plus. So, again, I'm annoyed because the dude's going to party. He's going to party hard from like. Yeah, and you don't sleep that hard. And depending on when it is, if it's in the summertime, he's not going to party that much because there's a lot of daylight. If you're living with him in the fucking December, bro, you're fucked because it's like 13 hours of, of nighttime. Right? Yeah, and so you're just true. like, okay. So so you don't get much sleep with the guy around. Yeah. But in the daytime, you get a lot done because you can just do whatever you want. And you, you don't have to worry about you it. You have a whole house to yourself. It's basically like you get the whole house to yourself because, you know. Yeah. He's but then do you have to start living. The nightlife. Do you have to start being like, okay, well, I've got to sleep when he sleeps so I can get some goddamn rest. Oh, but yeah, also, true. you've got to pay the bills. You've got to work. You've got to do whatever. You've got to pay the groceries. Good news is he doesn't eat. He doesn't eat human food. Yeah. The bad news is you're not gonna have any kind of flavor whatsoever because you can't have garlic in the house. Correct. <laughs> so it's like all your food is gonna be. Yeah, I guess you could use like Cajun seasoning. So it's gonna be bland. It's gonna be very bland food. So you gotta, but even in the Cajun seasonings, there's probably garlic. Yeah, there's probably some garlic powder in there somewhere. <laughs> so, like so, no garlic. Yeah, so you don't got, You can't have any seasonings. Whatsoever. No crosses in your house. Yeah, that's again. If you're a religious person, that's can't not, live with it. I don't know if you'd be living with him if you're a religious person. That's fine. <laughs> Uh oh man, I don't know. I'd say I'd probably I'd probably do it just because you know I'd probably sleep at the same time he does, but I also have a nighttime job, so I don't have to be home when he's partying. Yeah, um, this is with the understanding that you have no family; you're just roommates. Yeah. So like, what are we? Are we grading this grading the scale like on a like a one to ten? Like how I think how one to five it? works better because there's too much room to play with. A seven out of ten is different than my seven out of ten. So like a, a, a zero out of five, five zero being out. amazing, three being sure okay. Like, I think whatever. it'd be about four. I'd be fine. I don't. With it. Yeah, I'd be pretty I, cool with I it. I think outside of the nightlife, and that that's everything does he else. Take, is does he take me flying with him? You know, at nighttime. Every well, he has to like, I have the night off, and he's I like, mean, "Oh, I don't think he can carry you as a bat." Can he turn me into a vampire? Well, no. Okay, is that part of the agreement? Like, yes. he can't turn you. Yeah, into he vampire. can't that's turn fair. you into a vampire, right? Okay, this is strictly a living situation for him. I'm gonna give it a four out of five. I don't think it's gonna be that bad. Because it's like definitely easy to work around, you know. Yeah. Again, you get the whole house to yourself yeah. if you want to have like a daytime, you know, or a day out, or in the in the and you. I don't feel out, like he's ever. I mean, he could also have a night job as well. Yeah, that's he true. is capable. Maybe he works at a blood blood bank. You know? He is. I mean, he's capable of working. Give him a right? little bit off the top. The next one. So we're giving him a four out of five. Four out of five. Four out of five. That's what I'm going to give it. I'm going to write it down. Okay. The next one is a zombie slash mummy. Okay. All right. He's gonna smell first of all. Yeah, that's a big thing. He's got rot. He's a rotting corpse. He is literally a rotting corpse. Not it's, gonna take showers. So that's what's no, the point? So that's that that stench is just not gonna not gonna go away. Now maybe if you wrap him up, maybe with okay, he changes his bandages every day. We're gonna. It's a hybrid. A zombie yeah. is a mum. A zombie with that's the thing. It's right. like yeah, a zombie is just or a mummy is just a zombie with toilet paper. Yeah. So like, are we we're gonna get some some scented? Some scented wraps Definitely to go around have him. have to have the wax warmer going 24-7 yes. in the house. Candles everywhere. Does he sleep? Well, I, actually, he wouldn't have candles because he'd be afraid of catching on fire. And that's like a mummy's zombie. So, zombies so it's got to be a candle warmer. Yeah, it's got to have to be a warmer of some kind. With some, 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 uh, some, some plug-ins, some Glade plug-ins. Yeah, definitely some pumpkin spice in the room. That's yes. for sure. Um, as far as eating, I think you might have to... Lots of raw animals. I think you're gonna have to. Eat. I or think people, you could do really. steak, right? You could do steak. Yeah, I guess. I, that's the thing. Is like, I don't know. Are zombies? Do they only want human flesh? It depends on meat? the iteration of the zombie. I guess. Well, I mean, if you look at like the Walking Dead saw they're always eating animals too. So it's like it's just yeah, because it's fresh flesh. So I mean, I yeah. feel like if you throw them a, a T bone, I mean, there's there has to be an instance where you get a T bone. It's like a lion. 
Yeah. A lion can eat a, a live animal, but also eat the fucking steak. Yeah, or a person. Yeah, no, it so doesn't matter. I feel like the meat cost is going to go up. It's going to be a very it's gonna be, and, and these this economy right yeah, now. It's going to be very issues, expensive. It's going to be very expensive to, to feed zombie. this guy. Now, Are I don't. You, is it under the impression that you're taking care of the zombie, so you have to fund the, foot the bill of the groceries? Is that unless gonna, they can have a job? They're not going to be able to get a job, dude. Are you kidding me? I think the only job they could have would be a Shaun of the Dead situation where you have them getting, like, carts, shopping carts. I guess, but (laughs) I don't care how much of a worker shortage there is. They're not going to hire somebody that smells that bad, dude. I don't know. that's debatable. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that the— Do do zombies ever sleep, though, either? That's the thing. I don't think they sleep. Maybe they— Well, I mean, there's those times where, like, you see them, you walk into a room, and they're just all kind of just standing up sleeping. Or or they're in a state of paralysis where they're not necessarily moving because they're bored. I feel like that will be a a, a move because then you could just toss a blanket over and put them in a dark room, and then they're, like, stuck in a state of (laughs) perpetual, like, Like, I don't know what to do because there's nothing, like, there. But I feel like there's always going to be that fear— because you can't communicate great with a zombie or a mummy, right? Or at all, really, yeah. Right, so there's the fear that he's going to try to eat you while you sleep. And you can't make that agreement with with a zombie Correct. because he's not a sentient kind of thing. Correct, so he's a pretty mindless thing. I'm going to have to go with a, a zero to a one on this guy just because yeah. the stench alone really had me. Like at the beginning, of this, I'm I, was a zero. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I, I don't think, think I'd a zombie to... is capable of capable of being lived with yeah sorry i'm not signing at least even even if you take sean of the dead as an inspiration for this you know ed turns into a zombie he keeps him sean keeps him in the back they play video games together whatever i still don't think that rotting flesh is gonna get over it it, and as someone with a very sensitive nose not gonna i'm not signing the least i'm sorry me neither um what about a witch now here's where things get interesting yes i think i'm i think Witches will be a lot of fun to live with. I feel like one, they, you know, they have their coven, right? So it's constantly. So you got babes. Constantly got women at the house, right? They're always thirsting for dick. I mean, I don't know about all that. Based Maybe off, based off of that based one movie that of, everybody likes that I don't yeah, that I, I mean, don't like. What is it? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Well, yeah. uh, well, they were more thirsting after little kids. So they could suck their souls and wow. become youthful forever. There is a possibility that they would put you like feed you potions on the down low. That's right? the thing. They're always gonna be cooking. Yeah, that's true too, and you know they could probably cook. You like know? you know they can make a mad stew. Probably so, because they are constantly cooking. Uh, very so loud and rowdy bunch. I feel like at nighttime, especially. So you when might do witches not get a sleep? Lot. Do they, they sleep do, during the day? They, they sleep s- during the day, probably. Okay, I would, it's along the lines of a vampire, where it's like nighttime's when you brew all your potions and spells and go out and trick the the townsfolk and uh, you know thinking or cursing the townsfolk. You now, know? that's the thing too. So we're dealing with curses now. So they've got the fucking Necronomicon. They've got the fucking book. Yeah. Right? And someone someone pisses you off for a whole month. You can fuck with people. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I'm you, sure they'd be down for it, too. You can because they're like, hell yeah. You know? And it's like the understanding is that they won't curse or hex you. Now, they might play pranks on you. Now, that would be fun. You're talking about a little bit of prank war? Nothing wrong with a prank yeah. war. Right. So it's going to be a very college-like atmosphere living with... Uh, we're gonna assume it's uh, probably an older, an older witch. An and older maybe, lady. maybe you're having trouble sleeping, and you're like, "Hey, you know, Matilda, I don't, I can't sleep. You know, and I'm really trying to get some sleep. Do you think, you know, you could party tonight? That's fine, but you got like kind of like a sleeping potion to take the edge off, right? Bada bing, bada <laughs> boom, you're out <laughs> but, for the night. 
again, you're going on you're going on the honor system here, which yeah. Uh, but you're living with this person for a month. I would imagine that it's like, I don't want to make their life miserable. They won't make my life miserable. What if they just put you to sleep for a month? That's fine. Dude, I'm asleep for a month. I'm good. I wake up feeling rested. I'm like, oh, wow. Is it you over You wake already? up like with shit and piss all over yourself. Hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> um, I mean, but again, I'm a very picky eater. But I feel like they can just make like a rat stew, but make it taste like chili. Yeah. I mean. They can put, uh, the, put dude, a potion on you to make you think, oh, this tastes great. Yeah. Make whatever you want to. Uh, I don't. So care. you don't as have to cook. Basically, you're going to be eating stew and soups for a month. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe there's a human eyeball <laughs> or two in it. But hey, that's just they part can put of a spell on you that makes you think that the eyeball is a is a is a dumpling. Yeah, which is fine. Really, yeah. I think you have plausible deniability there. You didn't know you were eating a human eyeball. I have trust issues, so I'm going to give her a three out of five. But I think it would be kind of fun. I think it would be like so. It'd be a fun experience. I feel like I'm going with four out of five. Four out of five for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going. I just have trust issues. I just don't think. <laughs> is it problem. weird that I'm I more trust too much? I, I'm more trusting of a vampire than I'm a witch. That is kind of weird because you feel like well, I don't know. Because here's the we, thing: we made the agreement that the vampire wouldn't try and eat you but, but at the same time it's like I feel like but he, during the day you know he can't fuck with you mm-hmm. that witch can fuck with you 24-7 because that's true you get on a bad side though dude yeah about and, then, and then it's like you're always like on edge walking on eggshells and shit all the time it's just like whatever literally because you just got eggshells yeah. everywhere <laughs> right yeah <laughs> like exactly everywhere. so the next one is a ghost slash a poltergeist now we disguise disguise we discussed that a poltergeist is has evil intentions. A ghost is like a Casper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna go. We're gonna lean more towards the ghost, the friendly. Yeah, but he has you imagine that a poltergeist isn't gonna be signing any leases for a month because it's an asshole. Yeah, but we're gonna we're we have the, the understanding knowing that he might have a little bit of like he he's he's in, he's in therapy. Yeah, he's, he's got, got anger, anger problems, okay. so he's trying not to become a poltergeist. But he's mostly a ghost. He's seventy five percent ghost. 25% so you're gonna have like maybe a day An or two outburst. out of a week uh, that he's gonna be kind of mean. Yeah, maybe four times that you're living with him in this big month. problem with the ghost off up top. He never sleeps. Never sleeps. Never sleeps. Always doing something. You know, he's either playing a lot of video games, has a TV really. Can loud. he play video games? Yeah, it's probably because if he doesn't play with the controller. He goes inside the controller, becomes a controller, becomes and a plays. controller. Uh, but you know, he's maybe that helps gonna, you. I guess maybe. Maybe you're playing Hunt. Maybe it helps you if you want to sleep. Yeah, not gonna be able to do much sleep. Correct. It's like constantly up, constantly doing things. Uh, things are moving all the time, always disappearing, reappearing where they're not supposed to. All right. So he's fucking with you. I mean, con- Again, he's not a- intentionally. It's more of like, sorry, dude. I just it's what happens whenever I pick up things now, that disappear for a time and they reappear where I put them down. I'm not up on my my like lore as far as ghosts, but okay. like, why can a ghost go through you and like you can't hit him, but like he can possess and move things. Shouldn't he not be able to do one or the other? Uh, I want to say that it's along the lines of using the electrical energies, okay. right? So he can go through you because all you are to him is just like a kind of a wall, and a he's conduit. like nothing but energy. Okay. Yeah, you're just a conduit. So he goes through you. He can become you because you are energy. Okay. He can become things because things are consu- like contain energy. Now, and not. let's say you're 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 trying to mack on some ladies, right? Yeah. I don't know if people say that anymore, but let's just go I'm with assuming it. that people mack on ladies all the time. So let's say you're trying to mack on some ladies, but you have a little bit of social anxiety. You're not really great at talking to girls. I'm not talking to you specifically. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's a fair <laughs> assumption. Could he possess you and yeah. give you some confidence I would you. say yes. Is that morally always, wrong? There's always the the monkey paw to this issue where yeah. it's like he becomes you 
you become a different person. Mm-hmm. The people that you're hanging out with or want to be with fall in love with that person, but then he leaves and now you're yeah. a completely different person. It never works out. They're always going to be like, what happened to the cool you? And you're like, well, actually, that was that ghost. And they go and fall in love with the ghost. And now uh, or they think you're it. a fucking crazy person. Yeah, that too. Uh, or they fall. It's like a scene from the movie Ghost where they're doing pottery without you in the basement of her <laughs> apartment. Right. I assume they have a basement in yeah. the apartment. But with Mel Gibson, as with, you call him? With, uh, was it Mel Gibson that it's I called? Patrick. No, I called him David Hasselhoff. Yeah, it's Patrick Swayze. It definitely looks like exactly the same. <laughs> they are two of the same people, basically. Your grocery budget's going to be real low. Very low. They don't eat. Yeah. Electric so, bill, probably even lower because they don't need light or anything to see. But does he put off electricity or she? Uh, I think they are just, they just consume energy. So it would be like. So if they're consuming energy, uh, then yeah, that, I guess you're that mean your electricity bill's going to go yeah. up. Yeah, that's fair. Any other things on him? Uh, don't have to worry about ever using the bathroom. You Correct. get it anytime you want to. Showers, yours. But that's seven. the thing. You never have privacy. That's true. He can honestly just walk in or she can walk in anytime they want to. As you're beaten off maybe, in the shower. Maybe they help you. Maybe they hurt you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, it's really whatever they feel like doing. It just sounds like, I mean, I'm going to give it the It will be a privacy thing. It will be one of those things where. I think I'm going to go. I'm going to lowball it. I think we'll go two out of five with a ghost. I would say it would be a lot of fun to live in the same house as a ghost, but I'd probably have to go with like a two or a three just because, you know, it's I think like three is fair. You really don't have any privacy. You don't really how much you want privacy until you don't have any. So, yeah. All right. What about a skeleton? Uh, now, this is in the under the presumption that he can stay together, but he can also <laughs> Scooby do it and just become a pile of bones. But he can <laughs> you know, also like get a situation like Tim. Did you leave your dishes in the dishwasher without washing them again? He just turns into a pile of bones. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so funny. Oh. Um, first off, food bill, low. Low again. Water bill, low. You get the bathroom anytime you want. Does he smell? I don't think so. Bo- do bones smell? I don't if know. If they're like hundreds of years old yeah, because and already been dried out? Yeah, the flesh and all the stink is gone, right? There's no rotting corpse. There's nothing there. Um, again... Your food bill, like you said, it's gonna be low. He's not gonna eat anything because he can't. I don't. I don't think they sleep either, though. That's the thing. It's like the ghost. I think it's up but all he, hours but night. He can sleep. Yeah, I guess that's true. So yeah. if you guys become bros, you're like, "Yo, bro, I'm I'm gonna I'm going to bed. Do whatever you want." And he's like, "Okay, I'll just become a bottle of bones." Yeah, and that's his sleep. <laughs> and he just becomes a bottle of bones. bones. He could honestly, I see this being like a like he's like a dog, like he's just uh, with uh, you at all times, right? Like, yeah, he's. he's I think again, he's a partier. Because you got to think? think about, like, yeah, because he's doing all the things in life that he couldn't do as a human. Because it's but he like, can't consume anything. There's no alcohol. I don't think, no it, I think he's just like having a good time. He's a host. He could do all the he's drugs. He's a real great Gagsby, Gagsby, Gatsby of like the world, or of the party world, because he's just like throwing parties, but he never really like feels satisfied on the inside. And he's just trying to. Like, do you have to dress him up? I don't think so, man. I think he, I think his common wear will be like a hoodie with <laughs> some shorts. And sunglasses to kind of peep. Are you trying to say that I wear what a skeleton wears? No, I'm just saying like he would have this look where he's like he's got the he's got the baseball cap, but it's underneath the hoodie hood, so he's always wearing his hoodie hood up. Got the baseball cap on. He's got sunglasses, uh, maybe a little bit of a fray at the bottom of the hoodie. He's got khaki shorts all okay. the time, but they're like kind of. And he's got khaki some ball and Nikes. Got some ball and Nikes. Nobody. He doesn't wear socks, obviously, because yeah, right. he can't fill out the socks. But right. Uh, but I think he's just kind of a chill dude. At the same time, again, he's going to party like I feel like though. he's a big video game guy, though. 100% going to be. He's, he's not, se- not going to help do with chores around the house, that's for sure. No, he's but. He's a lazy pile of bones. But what, but what really is he going to do? 
He doesn't go to the bathroom. He doesn't yeah. take a shower. He doesn't do. He doesn't do anything. He's like, dude, I literally just sit on the couch and play video games. I don't. I've. Played, I think, man, I've been playing for the last seven days straight. What are you gonna? I think, do? It, you know? man, I'm gonna have to give him a five out of five. I don't yeah. see anything bad. I that's fair. I mean, that's. Fair. I'm equating like him. To, pretty rat, pretty I'm equating him to being like your best friend. Like he's he's gonna be with you at all times. He's gonna be like a dog. Like, hey, it's time to go to bed. All right, cool. And he just turns I'd the say four out of five for me because he's gonna be way too much. He's gonna be way cooler than I am. <laughs> so it's gonna take away from <laughs> and you. It's gonna take away from my coolness. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't feel like he would find me very fun. Yeah, you know, I just think he'd be like, "Eh, you're okay." Well, he might be a chill. He might be a chill that's, skeleton. Just be like, yeah. I'm just here, bro. I'm just. I go to four out of five. Yeah, I I would probably renew my lease for a month. Okay, well, wow, that's a big, that's high props. <laughs> Two months, just to have someone to chill with. Imagine working at home and you just got a bro to hang out with all yeah. the time. Uh, the next one, a werewolf. First off, <sighs> uncontrollable rage. I feel like yes, feel but little... also he's gonna have. I feel like he's got to eat all the time. All the time. There's always the risk that he just goes berserk one day and eats you. You know, yeah. So thirty days, you have to worry about. Well, is this the day that he just loses it? Because again, but is he a werewolf twenty four seven? As in, like he didn't break the curse before the moon or the sunrise of the next day, and he's a werewolf all the time, or does he only a werewolf for like maybe I don't know, like it one day be, out of the year, out of this month? Because isn't for like this a scenario, we'll say he's month? in human form during the day, and he is a werewolf at night. Okay, so he's he's he didn't break the curse before the sunrise, and so right. now he's stuck at a werewolf every night. It doesn't matter if it's full moon Correct. or not. Correct. Okay. So again, you're dealing with someone fairly bipolar. Fairly bipolar. He's a super chill dude. And then I'm not casting assumptions or anything. I'm not saying whatever. I'm just saying like you've literally got mood swings to deal with. Yeah. On a on a daily basis. And again, there's that that you run the risk of like maybe you're asleep one day and he's like just had a really hard day finding some meat and all of a sudden you look like a really nice juicy T-bone steak. Yep. And he chows down on what an do arm werewolves eat? Do they just, are they like dogs? They just they eat just whatever. eat whatever kind of meat, dude. They're so like they zombies. Yeah. They just okay, but. Yeah, that grocery bill is gonna skyrocket because I feel like yeah, he's, he's gonna eat more constantly than constantly gonna be eating. I don't know though. I feel like zombies have that kind of like tapeworm mentality where they're never full. Kind of yeah. So again, it's probably, maybe werewolves will be where they can eventually get full. Yeah. So, well, dogs will eat until they're they'll eat until they throw up. So yeah. They have no. <laughs> you guys probably throw up. You got throw up all over the house. It's gonna be like having a, a giant dog. Yeah. Are you gonna are they pooping in the toilet? Do you are they potty trained? Are they potty trained? They're gonna go outside. Does yeah. I mean nighttime constantly going to be running into like you wake up the next morning and then there's a dead person in the kitchen again so, is it your fault what that there's a dead body in the kitchen do you help him see and that puts you in a situation no, see that is that's the thing i will see the dead body in the kitchen i'll say clean it up that's your responsibility you brought i don't care if it was the werewolf side of you you made the mess you clean it up i have plausible deniability i don't know anything about this yes. and i walk away all right i'm out of there Yes. That's not me. That's not for me. That's not my fault. I signed the lease. I ignore that scenario. You do, Hey, man, bro, you, you do you, but I'm not involved with Mentally, you. Mentally, blocking that out. Absolutely. I don't see it. It's just a normal, clean kitchen for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I think that is a great... Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I think that's how you get on his good side, too, because you're not over here think, turning uh, into the cops. Thing. I think you got to help him, and maybe he remembers it nope. in his werewolf state that you didn't screw him over, you didn't call the cops, you, you helped him dispose of this body... I think I'm helping him by not doing anything and just walking away. Okay. I don't know. I think that's going to upset him. Clean it up. I'm out of here. I think that's going to upset him. I'm going to work. Sorry, pal. That's you. That's on you. That's you. You got into this whole curse thing. You had the chance to break the curse, but you didn't. Mm. That's on you, bro. We're taking two different approaches to this. I think... I'm not having I'm not having the anxiety I around. I know you don't... the cops coming and asking you questions. Want, you want that, that ability, the, that... 
deniability. I, I don't know. I wasn't. I, I just. I was work. I was at work. All I, I know, guys. That. All I know is he was a werewolf, uh, and that's all. I, I would just go yeah. to work. So you're ratting him out. No, I would just say I would just say You say like, I don't know. Do you think that they already know that the guy's a werewolf to begin with or do you think they kind of it's a, like one of those things where they don't know that werewolves exist yet yeah. and you just live with a werewolf? I think it's I, Okay, I, in that case like, I have no idea, dude. I get up in the mornings, I go to work. But I don't know, man. I think ugh. is he always gone at night? If he did sure. it Okay, if he did it as a werewolf Theoretically, he shouldn't have any fingerprints, right, in the database. Like, yeah, they would just have because they wouldn't be they would, marks and, and teeth. So bites. you're hoping. So I, I think you can dispose of the body real easily. To be honest with you, I think you can dispose of the. I think you got to help him. I think you got to be like, look, you're doing the heavy lifting <coughs> and doing all this. I'll help you. I'm not gonna rat you out, but like, this is your mess and you got to clean it up. Yeah, you're dealing but with the consequences, bro. Because you got to deal with the rage and the constant mood swings. But again, during the day, he can help provide. He's gonna have a job. He can help bring in money. You're not yeah. you, the sole responsibility of paying for everything is no longer on you. So that's the plus oh, side. Man. I think the but just is the, just the the fear of being devoured in my sleep alone is probably gonna put me about a two. I'm not gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna go with a three just because I think there's a very big like yin and yang there. There's the the plus side of him helping provide. You know, you're not you don't you're not the sole provider and the burden's not on you but also like the mood swings like i ain't got time for that shit i'm not, yeah, I'm not into i'm it, going bro. with two bro i don't i wouldn't want to sign the lease i thought of another one that we missed so we're doing eight instead of seven okay. frankenstein's monster oh yeah frankenstein's monster <laughs> uh, by uh, the way it's not frankenstein it's for it's anyone who Fran- doesn't know it's dr frankenstein and for some reason everyone equates the monster as frankenstein his it. name is frankenstein's monster he never named it people yeah. So again, but if you're going by the anime that I was watching, Frankenstein's monster is a female. So that's fine. I mean, I've seen I've male seen. or female Frankenstein's monster. Here's the thing: Frankenstein's monster can be whatever you want it to be. Uh, and could you also program his brain to do whatever you want? I would say that the damage is probably already. You're done. getting into like he's servant cre- he's, territory here. Yeah, he's been created. Okay. So I don't think that you have any kind of say over like. Is he mindless like a zombie, or does he? Can he have a functionality more? He can hold he a job. Technically, has a human brain, so it's like. So he, he can function and hold he's, a job. Yeah, he's a person. He just looks kind of different. I don't think he should be driving, but I think he could do like a monotonous task. Yeah. What I mean, though, also it's like. Could he be a janitor? Are we going off the stereotypical like science yes. from the 1960s? That's what he was created with. Yes. And that's why he moves like he does. Okay. Well, in that case, then it's like stereotypical monsters. Okay. <laughs> That that's fu- the yeah. first thing you think of when you think of this monster. Okay, well then that yeah, then I'd say most likely he's not going to be great at his job. But he can do a job. He can do a job. He can do a monotonous he's be pushing carts. He's or be... could he be on the line in like a fast food restaurant? Could he be a janitor? I know. I don't know. Maybe he could be a janitor. He's, but... His clunky. His movies are his moves are too clunky to be a janitor. I feel like you got to have some kind of finesse whenever you're cleaning up messes. You can't just be sloshing the mop around because eh. you're not going to get anything clean. Eh. I think he's constantly yelled at and badgered for the job that he does, and nobody understands that it. it's not his fault. Yeah. It's that he was designed with very fault. poor technology, and that he can't. His movements aren't very good. Yeah. He's got a chicken brain. Basically, he's kind of old. He's yeah. like it's like an old man. You got to treat him like an old man. Yeah, and so this I, world has passed him by. Sadly, yes. And so, like, he just does not have. He's just he's a man out of time, right? So much rage too that I feel like there will be a lot of bipolarness with him. I don't know. I just feel like he's very. I just don't feel like he has emotion. He I, sleeps. I, I feel like he's in a very emotional, emotionless guy, girl, whatever. Maybe yeah, I guess. I just so. feel like he's just very ho hum. He's very Eeyore-ish, right? He's just yeah. like uh, okay. Patchwork for sure will do that. <laughs> so, but I think he's gonna be. 
the easiest person to live with in terms of like you can do whatever and you don't have to worry about getting on his nerves. He would be the closest to a person I think that you're living with. <laughs> yeah. Because he's just like he's there too. He's, like he's just in the same world you are. He's existing. He doesn't like the state of the situation yeah. or the state of the nation. He doesn't like where the economy is going. Do you take going. sympathy on him because he is a man out of time? Because uh, he's like an old man who just the world has left him behind. He, I would say he can't function bit. at the speed at which the world moves. Yeah, I would say a little bit of a sympathy there, where it's like, hey, buddy, you know, if you can't find a job, don't worry about it. You know, you just hang out here at the house, yeah. maybe get better just at the crafts, work on your work on your your motor skills, bro. You, Do know? you think he's good at electricity and being an electrician? Ooh, that might be a, a solid move because then you think about it. He he doesn't take any damage from electricity, so it's like no electrical damage. He's he's perfect electrician. Yeah, right. It's just charging his batteries. Right. Yeah. That's how he gets hard. He hooks himself up <laughs> to the outlet, and he's hard for a week, dude. You know, he's good. He to takes go. a car battery and puts and puts the, the right on jumper his cables around his nips. Right on his nipples, yeah, yeah. That's how he gets his rocks. So off. he's into some kinks. Oh, for sure, man. We could do a whole series on like the kinks of like these these ghouls and goblins that we're talking yeah. about. Uh, but yeah, I think for sure he he's an electrician. That's a good idea. That's a good idea for him. Uh, yeah, I think I think I go with a four out of five. Like, I'm, I'm very go- like if he didn't want to live with me, it's fine. You know, I I'm ne- hesitant to say five out of five on anybody because it's like there could always be something. Where sure, I'm like, but I'm going time, I'm going with the four out of five on him. He's like four point nine if we're on the site uh, on this this if we're if we're being semantics here. Yeah, four out of five for him for me. Yeah, for sure, he's a good. And the final one is a devil is the devil. What are we doing? A devil or the devil? How about the devil, right? Well, that's different than... Let's go with hella metal. We're going with the literal Satan devil. Satan himself? Satan himself. Turns out he's not nearly as bad as people have portrayed him in the past. <laughs> the most recent incarnation of the devil that I am familiar with is a, a game called After Party. Oh, yeah, that's right. Where okay. the entire... If anyone's... If no one's... I need to finish it. I, I'm probably going to have to buy it. It's not on Game Pass anymore. But if anyone like, wants play to play it. a fun game, it is literally... You die, and you go to hell. Yeah. And in order to leave hell to go back to the surface, you have to out-drink Satan. You have to out-party Satan. You're a party animal. Yeah, the party party games with Satan. But the, the, the caveat is that you, you as a person, before you die, were not a party, or you were an outcast. You weren't, you know, the typical frat person. So that's my thing, is, like, it's, it's very, like, okay... So he's going to be a partier and probably the biggest partier of all, right? Yeah. So like and he's going to have a bunch of cronies, a bunch of friends. It's going to be like a fucking frat house. All these demons. Over. All these demons Absolutely. are going to hang around, bro, and fucking suck you by. Is that a portal for succubus? I go with it, sure. It They're going to be like just it. chilling, hanging around like He's got, and he's uh, he his fucking crew rolls deep, man. You know he's got so many fucking I think ne'er-do-wells. <laughs> okay. As as blasphemous as it sounds, I'm going with like he would be the out of all all nine of, the, of our guests he would be the one I think I'd be most chill with <laughs> because it's like we have such polar opposite personalities yeah. that it would just be like I would literally just be like hey, what's up Satan he's like yo it's 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 Jacob he's I back I feel like here's I think the perfect way to describe him is he is like. He's a bad dude. Like he's not a good guy. But listen, but he's infectious. His personality yeah, is infectious. Saying, yeah. Like, you, like you're just like, I don't really want to go out. And he's like, Jacob, my man, you're so fucking cool, bro. Like these guys are gonna love you. You're you're gonna be so fucking swole, bro. All these chicks are gonna be on you, and you're just like, God damn, like this sounds Same good. You always jazz I, me up, dude. I always go out and I always have a great time. And it's, 
Kind of hard to say no. Well, exactly. Let's hit the, the street. <laughs> he's gonna. He's a manipulator, right? Yeah. He's good. He's gonna. He's yeah. very persuasive. God, I just be. I feel like it'd be so fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. But he's gonna get you in so much time. trouble. Yeah. Is the thing. Oh, 100 percent. Like you're talking. Like every night you're waking. You're. You're, you're probably in a jail cell. You're in a jail cell. <laughs> but he's like, hey, did you have a good time? And you're like, but he's gonna bail you out. I had a great time. He's gonna bail you out. Absolutely. That's the thing. At the end of every night, you've had the best night of your life. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Did you do some crazy shit? Did you get in some trouble? Yeah. Did you have a? Did you have some scares? Like you thought you were gonna die? Absolutely. Every you, single night. But you had a great time. But here's the, and here's the thing too. He's gonna be like Jacob, jump off this building. And you're just like, you're gonna catch me. He's like, you fucking know I will, bro. That's the thing. It's like at some point you just stop. You just at some point you're just like. Fuck it. Fine then, Satan. Whatever. I don't even care, man. I know you're going to be there. You're my bro. And I jump off. I don't even ask questions. He's like, Jacob, jump off the building. I jump no matter what. I just like, I don't, and even, he waits. I don't even hesitate. And you're just like, oh. And then he sloops at the very end and catches it. And you're just like, you're like, let's fucking do it again. Out of the hilarious scenario, you jump off, right? Everybody's like, oh, shit, he did it. The last second, he swoops you up, yeah. right? And you're out there. You crest the moon. And it's just you. And <laughs> He's you just holding you. You're just kissing. Man, it'd be so fun. It'd yeah. be so funny. It, but God, it'd be so funny. I feel like at the end of this month's lease, though, like, you're going to go into a deep, dark depression. Oh, 100%. That's the thing. That's the problem. <laughs> because you become so accustomed to this lifestyle. Oh, yeah. And that, like, he's like a drug. And you need him. Oh my gosh! And man. so then he, be- then you become like one of his, one of his party bros. Oh shit! And you even realize that's how he gets you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You become one of his coven, like part of yep. his coven. There, it's at the very well, end of it. It's like you never leave the lease with Satan. Yep, that's Satan's the thing. In your heart forever. Satan is. Yep, he that's owns a, you. That's as a, a movie lead. right there. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! That's so good. Based off of like, I think you're just gonna have the greatest fucking time of your life. But like your life is over. Yeah, that's it. That's all. It's got to be a zero out of you're five. You're talking about eternity and hell. This is it. Yeah, that's and it. And it's like at some point you just get so exhausted that it does become a literal hell where it's like if every single yeah. day of your life is yes. the best day of your life, and then like the day that you don't have a great day, it's like, oh man, this is I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I can't do life. This is it ridiculous. F- it just drains Holy you. Holy shit! I just got like that's. I don't know if I'm anxious or if that's like the coolest thing ever. I don't know which. <laughs> But Jesus, that's scary. That's like no pun intended. No, literally no pun intended. <laughs> Good so, lord. So, what's your thoughts on uh, on, on a roommate? Because again, it's like so hard, man. I I think the, it would be a lot of fun. The, I think it'd be great. But it's a, am I ready? How long can the fun be sustained? Yeah. Well, am I and also am I ready to like give up my life for that kind of like you know ruffian style of life or living, being part of that? Oh, man. Do you slowly become a demon? Is that part of the transition? Like, I hope so. No sleep, like just like countless. As long as I get to look like a cool demon. I don't want to look like one of those like little like creatures or whatever, like a little worm. or Each something. Each bad thing that you do, you start to slowly grow horns. So and it's fable, fable rules. It's very right? fable. Yeah, it's fable. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. I'm down. You're down five I'm out of down. five. Hell yeah! I've yeah. always wanted horns. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That'd be so sick. Look like a demon and shit. And just think of all the crazy sex you're going to have. I mean, I guess. That'd be super cool, too. But at the same time, I'm going to look like a fucking demon. It'd be hella cool. <laughs> I'm just, I just want the I just want the cosplay, dude. I don't even yeah. care. Yeah. So you're oh, in. Man. I, I think I'm in, dude. You're think, in five out of five? I think I'm going five out of five. I don't I don't think I can do it. <laughs> I don't think. This is like the thing. It's like you're, in your head, you're running through this whole scenario, and you're like, man, that sounds like a great time, Satan. It sounds like we're going to have a blast. Like he gives you the images in your head, and you're like, Dude, this looks like a fucking deal. But then you have to like, and he's telling you, he's like, like, you will never, you'll never want for anything. I'll give you everything you want. And you just, you turn him down (sighs) and it breaks his heart. That's hard though. That's the thing. That's the lust, man. Like the ability to have whatever you want. 
Yeah, man. It's just, and you just break his heart, and that's the end of the movie right there. Does it's, he kill you? Well, he can't, right? Uh, I don't know. He could. I guess maybe. He can't. Yeah. F- he can't physically murder you, but what he's going to do is he's going to hold a vendetta against you for turning uh, him down. Then is your life over pretty much then too because you turned down Satan and now your life's a living hell. Literally. Yeah, so then it's just like... Uh, that's a hard one. Maybe don't even approach the lease. Like <laughs> maybe. maybe that, that would, that's enough for me. That right there is enough for me to be like, I don't want to go on this lease search anymore. I'm good. Yeah, but that's what they get you. Because you run the risk. It's like one out of... You have the a one out of nine odds to get a get a lease with well Satan. if we do it in that order like yeah. literally it's the last of your your little excapade right that's how the that, that's the credits roll at the very end right there i mean it's got to be credits roll 